Welcome to the Empath Rising Podcast, where we are healing from narcissistic abuse with human design, tarot, and astrology. I'm your host, Raven Scott. Make sure to share this podcast with a friend, spread the love, spread the light, and subscribe. This is Navigating Empath Anxiety, Healing from Narcissistic Relationships with Nature, Crystals, and Self-Care. Due to the energy this week with so many planets opposing and the new moon eclipse, uh, so much going on, there's a lot of anxiety to be stirred up amongst this energy. Maybe you're feeling unease, like the gate of 57 is activating in us. Unease in your body, unease in your emotions. And I took notes because I was listening to Anna Ortley's weekly weather about astrology and she just kept saying there's this intense energy there's a lot of anxiety coming up there's relationship wars and there's now a new war in the world so i thought this was a perfect time i mean any time is a perfect time really to help us have the tools to ease anxiety but now is more pertinent than ever so you dear empath i know You possess an extraordinary ability to feel and absorb the emotions of others around you, of the collective, of the world, just as I do. And often, if we're not aware of this, it can be detrimental and even stress-inducing and illness-inducing in our bodies. So, then you have a narcissist in your life, coupled with that, a relationship or shared custody or drama and trauma, even if you're not even in contact with them, there's still trauma that you're healing from, from a narcissist and the emotional abuse and all that entails with that type of relationship. So there's this heightened sensitivity when you leave or even if you're still dealing with them, but let's just talk about if you're not with them, you still have this severe anxiety and emotional turmoil. And there was uh, somebody posted in their story, shout out to the Celery Queen. Uh, She and I are friends there and she shared something that was really interesting that someone had posted that it's not talked about often enough that our next relationship after an abusive narcissistic relationship takes a toll. It, it, It is not easy. It is not smooth sailing. It is not just all of a sudden you float off into the sunset and the narcissist is gone. No, the trail of the conditioning of their abuse and that turmoil follows you and your nervous system is still not fully healed. And I can personally attest that I almost was ready to call it quits with my current husband now when we had two babies, plus I was still healing from all of the abuse. You know, you would say, oh, it was a couple years after. You should have been over that. But I wasn't. I wasn't over it. And there was still so much trapped in my psyche and my emotions that I hadn't flushed out. I hadn't dealt with. And having kids and being in another relationship triggered all that. So it takes a toll. And it's not smooth sailing. And it's not talked about enough. So I just wanted to highlight that. Sometimes even our healthy relationships can be anxiety causing because it triggers up old wounds and things from our childhood or things that remind us of what the narcissist did, but they're not really doing what the narcissist did, especially if you're with a covert narcissist. 
So we're going to explore today some tools from nature because I love nature as a hermit and an empath. Crystals, which I really are connected with through my Lemurian connection and self-care spiritual tools, which I know that you will truly enjoy. And I know that this will help you calm your anxiety because it helped me calm mine and it helped me during my healing process. So number one is connecting with nature. You know, nature has a remarkable ability to soothe and heal the soul. Almost all of my fondest memories are not in the city. They're out in nature, on a lake or in a forest. And every time that I feel anxious or confused, I walk over to the lake near my house. And spending time in nature can be especially therapeutic. Have you seen that movie on Netflix called um, Happiness for Beginners? It's all about them going out in nature and taking a hike and seeking. After divorce, a school teacher was seeking for a fresh new start and she ended up finding love even though she was not looking for love and that love actually was an old friend from her life and I won't spoil any more of the movie but it was amazing and it just reminded me of that it's like okay go out in nature and start fresh start new have a you know experience and a lot of us do actually have spiritual experiences in nature because it's so quiet because it actually does connect us to our intuition and to the spirit within ourselves. So one thing that you can do, of course, is go hiking, but be careful that you are safe. You have all the proper supplies, the guide, don't go hiking by yourself. Uh, But even if you can just forest bathe, Shinrin Yoku or forest bathing is a Japanese practice of immersing yourself in nature particularly in forests. The gentle, mindful experience of walking among trees can help you ground yourself and find your inner peace. Trees are majestic, trees are calming, and trees are all-knowing and wise. They've been here for multi-generations, many, many generations, and so they are very peaceful, very calming, and they can help ground you into the wisdom meditation in a natural setting of course by a body of water would be very grounding so find a quiet spot in a park if you don't have a big body of water near you near a river or a lake or even by the ocean if you're lucky enough sit or lie down close your eyes and focus on the sounds smells and sensations around you Nature's tranquility can bring balance to your hormones and ease your anxiety. And earthing, one of my favorite ways also to connect with nature is to walk barefoot on the earth. Whether it's grass, sand, or soil, it will not hurt you. It is good for you. Mother Earth is taking what is in your body and energetically pulling it out through your feet. Your feet actually have the most nerve ending transmitters, um, meridians they call it, in Chinese medicine. So that's also why people put essential oil on their feet. 
because <laughs> it has the most. But really, it's important to just ease your feet into the earth. Allow her to take it and compost whatever is ailing you, whatever is negative in your body. She can handle it. Let go and let it go down, connect into the earth's energy. And this will provide you a sense of stability and calm. This is a great daily practice if you're dealing with a lot of anxiety through your healing process. Now the crystals, harnessing crystals. Uh, crystals have been used for centuries, literally more than even centuries, all the way back to Lemurian times, which is multi-thousand years ago, into a land known as Lemuria, which would be the landmass, if we want to believe this, that is now under the ocean. It used to be up above the ocean before the disastrous calamity of a giant volcano and earthquake sunk it into the ocean. And the thing about crystals is that Lemurians are very connected to crystals and their healing powers and properties and even their uh, magnetic powers. Like they had almost like Star Wars type technology where they had um, magnetic traveling baskets and things for transportation. And so this all goes back to the earth having magnetism. Crystals are from the earth and so therefore crystals have healing powers. It's not really a scientific way to prove it to you. That's just how I'm trying to explain why a little piece of colored rock can help you emotionally heal, can help you through your spiritual growth, and help your, again, your meridians or your energy centers on your body. So I'm going to list off a couple that I think would be really important to use and to purchase if you can find a local uh, crystal shop. Um, they have them always at like pop-up shops. Um, there's sometimes, there are some in more of like Asian type malls or more new agey malls, like mini not giant malls, but mini malls, or of course online. There's so many I'm sure you've seen uh, selling crystals. So the amethyst is known as the stone of tranquility. It also is a stone of your intuition, your third eye, and it helps soothe anxiety and stress. So you can keep a piece of amethyst in your pocket. You could wear it as a jewelry. I wear a lot of sports bras, so sometimes you can just tuck it in your sports bra. Just remember you have it in there when you go to take it off so it doesn't, you don't lose it. But having it anywhere on you or on a, um, as a bracelet around your wrist, amethysts are very soothing, very healing, and they connect you to your deeper wisdom. And we know anxiety is not deep wisdom. Anxiety is the mind chatter. So this, this stone really can help you soothe that anxiety. Another one that is very powerful is called black tourmaline. This black tourmaline is a powerful protective stone. You can also uh, use obsidian. It is a protective power. It is a powerful protective stone that shields from negative energy. So if you need to interact with somebody who is negative, have this on your body. Place it in your home, maybe. Uh, again, you don't need to do exchanges with the narcissist in your home at all, but it's always great to have it in your home so that you know that this space is a tranquil, calm space, and it's 
it's guarding you from negativity, from bad spirits, from whatever we can't see uh, in your home. Rose quartz, the stone of love and compassion. Rose quartz can help empaths strengthen your self-love, your self-care practices. So meditating by gazing upon a rose quartz to open up your heart chakra is a really great practical way to use rose quartz. Selenite is an excellent crystal for cleansing and clearing your energy field. So use a selenite wand to gently sweep your aura and release any negative energy. So self-care rituals for you, dear empath, as we end this last segment of, okay, now what do I do? I've got anxiety, we have the crystals, we have the earth. Let's give you some practical practices to incorporate into your daily life. I'm going to say it for the hundredth time, boundaries. <laughs> if you haven't learned yet, learn how to set and maintain healthy boundaries to protect your energy. Boundaries can be, number one, saying nothing. Number two, it could be saying no when necessary. Number three, it could be prioritizing your well-being before you help out somebody else. Boundaries are not hard. They're very simple, but they're remarkably powerful and important that I think a lot of us in past forget to draw and actually focus on. So write down a couple boundaries that you can focus on creating today, right now. Sometimes it's a boundary for yourself. Like, I'm not going to go on social media until I've finished whatever goal you're trying to finish. Now, the next is mindful breathing, which is why I love meditation or yoga even, because it keeps your body moving, but you're mindfully breathing. Uh, practice deep breathing exercises to calm your anxiety, which would be breathing in, inhale slowly through your nose for the count of four, could hold for the count of four and then exhaling through your mouth or your nose actually would be optimal through the count of four. This also activates a certain nerve in your nose that kicks in and reduces the anxiety as well. And you want to repeat this several times. So having a map of being able to observe your emotions is important. You know, the green zone is where you're fine, you're at peace, you have no anxiety yellow zone is where you're starting to feel a little bit like teetery like I'm okay but I'm not okay like I'm feeling a little bit of something and then you've got the red zone where you're just like full anxiety clenching your jaw yelling frustrated not breathing like all those different signs of your emotions so start to also be mindful about where your emotional state is are you in the green zone are you in the yellow or the red and then journal about that. Keep a journal to process your emotions. If you're in the red, get a pencil and paper now and journal it out because that is a really great way to blow off steam. Uh, running is another great way to blow off steam, playing an active sport. Um, writing down your feelings though in a journal can help you process things. And sometimes when we get stuck in our head, we literally get lost in this like, infinite loop. You get lost, you're stuck, you're stuck, you're just circling back and forth around the same exact thought pattern. 
and our thought patterns are not always helpful to us and are sometimes the ego or the bad part of our mind, the shadow, trying to take over to make sense, to save us, to do whatever, but in doing so, it's actually harming us. You also, uh, I would encourage you to do energy clearing if you have sage. Uh, it's really very effective to burn sage in a space and then you say the mantra, I banish any dark entities, dark energies, negativity. It does not belong here. Only love and light is allowed to reside in this space. And you say it over and over for each corner of the room, each room, each space, each hallway, which can cleanse out any negativity from the past, narcissists, maybe even bad spirits or whatever is kind of stuck. Sometimes also our anxiety and anger creates its own energy. So it helps clear out that energy as well. You can also use Palo Santo. I find that sage is easier to burn, um, but maybe you don't like the smell of sage and Palo Santo is just as powerful and healthy. And then also uh, a salt bath is an energy clearing practice that you can do as well because it draws out the toxins with the salt. Um, if any of you love Hocus Pocus, uh, it's Halloween season right now, so we're probably watching that on loop. There's the, right, the, the salt protects against any um, bad witches' spells, any dark magic. So it's kind of true in a way, and it's very similar to taking a salt bath. I know um, my husband's Vietnamese, and every Tet new moon, and more like on a regular ritual, I forget if it's like quarterly, he'll um, spread a line of salt at our thresholds on the outside so no bad spirits can enter through our doors seek support consider joining a support group for empaths for yourself who are healing from narcissistic abuse you have my facebook group although i'm not very active on that because i'm always creating podcasts but you have this podcast and i'd love to be able to have some type of active chat forum um, soon, hopefully, maybe through an app, because uh, it seems like the only place I really can chat with you guys is Instagram, but that's, you know, up to the Instagram owners and gods if that can stay or not versus my own app, but I'm always there. You can seek support from me there on Instagram or Raven Scott Show. There's groups on Facebook. I find but they're hard to be in and a lot of us have withdrawn from those groups because they're just toxic and a lot of people who are stuck in their negativity loop on there. So I get it's hard. It's hard to really find that. But if you can find a core group of friends locally that are positive, that are supportive of you, that are uplifting, then that's all you need, right? And having this podcast in your ear, I'm sure, has really helped just as much as a support group. But sharing your experience with someone who's been through it, like myself, like you, with like-minded people, can be incredibly validating. And it can be really healing. I know from last year when I was meeting with you one-on-one, -on -one, how supportive and healing it was for you. And 
I'm happy to go back to that. Just reach out and let me know if you'd like that. And right now we have the membership where you can join and listen to the exclusive podcast information. And the go-to is to sign up to my newsletter group. It's called the Empath Healing Community. And I send you emails twice a week. That is definitely a place that you can always hit reply and talk to me when you're in there. And you can receive tarot readings, empowering messages, updates on what's going on the podcast and offerings that I'm starting to work on and soon to join the new narcissist proofing book review team. So really in conclusion, as an empath healing from the effects of narcissistic abuse and a relationship, remember that your sensitivity is a gift. It's not a weakness. Just your open centers being unguarded, that's the weakness, right? We talk about human design here in the podcast. That's that's it. And once you're aware, then you have power over that weakness. It's not really even a weakness because it's a place for you to grow and gain strength and immense wisdom, but through conscious mindfulness. And by incorporating these spiritual tools into your daily and weekly life, connecting with nature, harnessing the energy of the crystals, and practicing self-care, you can calm your anxiety, protect your energy, and embark on a journey of healing and self-discovery. Remember to embrace your inner strength and resilience as you move towards a brighter, more empowered future in the next chapter that this new moon eclipse brings us in Libra on October 14th. And remember, always keep your unique light shining. Thank you so much for joining us on this enlightened episode here, the Empath Rising podcast. It would mean the world to us and actually add to the success of this podcast if you shared it with a friend, share it on your socials and tag me at Raven Scott Show. To continue your journey towards self-discovery and healing, don't forget to grab your free human design chart. It's personalized roadmap to understanding your unique energy blueprint at ravenscott.show. And for an even deeper insights into your empathic nature and relationships, be sure to listen to the Empath and the Narcissist Audible book or you can grab your paperback. It is a profound exploration of my specific journey and healing, providing you with tools for healing as well. And an exclusive offer here for you, just for you, you empathic community here in the podcast. You can now get your personalized human design chart reading for only $50. If you click the link in the show notes, head over to the episode page. It's an invaluable opportunity to gain clarity and guidance on your life path and areas that you can focus on to guard yourself up against the narcissist. And if you'd like to learn more about how to read your chart and the human design gate transits, I also have an invaluable offer to get immediate access to our exclusive podcast content for a limited time price at $19.99. This is your chance to take control of your healing process, to gain clarity, and to unleash your true potential. So simply click the link in the show notes to the episode page, and you will find the link there to join the membership to gain exclusive
exclusive human design content directly to your podcast feed wherever you're listening. You'll get an email, it'll send you that RSS feed that you can copy and paste and follow. It's so simple and you don't have to download any other apps. So join now and listen to the exclusive information and gain your roadmap on how to understand your human design chart, as well as starting to understand each of the human design gates as they transit. Remember, I'm here to support you. Your empathic ability is your uniqueness. So keep your empathic light shining brightly and let human design be your guiding star on your journey to healing and self-discovery. I'm here to support you at every step of the way. And on the episode page, you can participate in the poll question I've posted so we can create a community amongst ourselves on the website, as well as leave a reply of your thoughts and your questions regarding today's episode. So all of that is in the one link in the show notes. Head on over to the episode page. Until next time, keep your unique light shining. Swear I won't forget this. Why do I regret this? In my mind, reckless. Thoughts are feeling endless. Sitting up, I'm breathless. Anxiety's infectious. I feel so defenseless, betrayed and embarrassed. I hate being open. I hate being broken. I feel like an ocean filled up with emotion. Anger ain't a potion. Rub it on like lotion. I can feel it soaking. Reopen the scars have awoken. I can't move on till I let go. I feel so lost now. Never at home, need to be strong, every breath hold, cause I can't move on till I let go, I can't move on till I let go, I feel so lost, never at home, need to be strong, every breath hold, cause I can't move on till I let go.